The mother put the porcelain spoon. The mother drew back and poured the little girl back. But the mother did not hear the old voice. The mother. Experience the heartwarming story of a mother's love that knows no bounds, titled The Mother, written by Nobel Prize-winning author Pearl S. Buck. It's a story of love, sacrifice, and the universalism of motherhood that transcends race and borders, told through an account of an unnamed mother living in rural China in the early 20th century. Get the audiobook right now at radio.cgtn.com or any major podcast platform. Simply search for the Books and Beyond podcast and key in the mother. Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. You're listening to Roundtable with myself, Hua Yang. Generative AI that can generate new text, image, and video with a simple line of instruction, also called prompt, has taken the internet by storm since the later part of last year. It has been greeted with great enthusiasm, but also caused many concerns among content creators. What's next in AI? How will radio and broadcast change? In answering these questions and exploring further into the subject, I've been invited to join a panel discussion with three fellow peers. It was moderated by Francis Curry of Francis Curry Consulting. We take you back to this year's Radio Days Asia International Conference on September the sixth. And if you ever needed proof about what a hot topic AI is. You know, we see governments grappling with regulation. We see creators locked in legal battles over intellectual property. Our social media feeds, certainly mine, are filled with AI discussions, examples, AI outrage, new prompt gurus. Um, and to help us navigate this path, especially for broadcast, for audio and for radio, I have the most impressive panel for you. So, in no particular order, Abe Thomas, CEO of the Reliance Broadcast Network in India. If you've seen Abe speak in this conference, you'll know what an eloquent speaker he is and how much he knows about the industry. He's a leader. He's a digital entrepreneur. He's a media evangelist. He's a brand strategist. He's an audio entertainment specialist, and we're delighted to have you here. Aaron Pinto is COO of Media Prima Audio in Malaysia. He spent nearly 30 years in the media industry. He's worked in content programming, promotions, marketing, and the development of specialist radio technology. Right now, in his current role, he's responsible for driving innovation and leading kind of transformational audio initiatives. We'll find out more about those in a moment. Paul Kay, you may have seen him speak yesterday. He's responsible for the strategic, financial, cultural, and operational leadership、um, of Rogers Sport and Media, one of the largest media companies, one of the largest conglomerates in Canada. Paul is vice president and head of audio for Rogers.、Um, he oversees 53 radio stations, two podcast companies, and he's also leading a program of innovation and thinking hard about what about the future for radio. And Hoyang Zhou, I hope I got that nearly right,、um, is host of Roundtable, the most popular English language podcast in China.、Um, Hoyang presents the premier radio talk show. It discusses issues affecting China, issues affecting the world, and it's an award-winning podcast that has won top podcast and classic podcast on Apple in the region in 2019 and 2020. 
So you don't need me to tell you um, how much and how quickly the world is changing, how many new things are appearing every day. But let's start quickly going down the panel, starting with Paul. Of everything that's going on at the moment, mm -hmm. if we can within radio and audio, but maybe more generally, what's the most exciting thing you're seeing in, in AI at the moment? Wow, that's a, uh, that's a big, broad question. So a non-audio example, which I think really paints the, uh, the picture of where AI and generative AI is going, uh, thinking about the movie industry, I think it was two months ago uh, that they created the first 12-minute uh, short movie um, where all they did was take a script, feed it into a uh, visual image AI. It created all of the images for the movie. They then put that through um, another AI process to add some animation to those still images, and we're able to create a short movie from start to finish that was completely not touched by humans apart from the script. And I think when you start thinking about that, you can start seeing huge potential in how quickly we can create creative content in a completely different way. Aaron? I think for the radio side, uh, Media Prima Audio has been very blessed with a, a top-notch advisor in Jake Abdullah. And he's the one every day going down the TikTok reels and finding out all these AI developments. And he brought it to our attention that you know, we should look into doing an AI radio show. And so I, I started testing out the different um, softwares that, were avail that was available. But it was all very staccato and very rudimentary. It didn't sound real. Then I stumbled on more softwares, and we managed to find something, and we've, we've created this, this show with a new talent that could suddenly get the clients excited again with our business. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's really key here uh, with AI. Um, one, it's used to excite the listeners, excite the advertisers, which helps uh, the radio business. So really, it's, it's AI is currently, right now, the worst it's at. It can only get better, mm -hmm. and things can only improve from here on out. Abe, what do you think? What's the most exciting thing you've seen? So um, AI is actually beginning to play a part in every aspect of the business, uh, but one of the most interesting uh, developments has been the uh, voice cloning. As a network, we run 58 stations in 58 different cities. I have about 150 radio talent, and uh, uh, all of them in their local languages and their local nuances. And the fact that with cloning, I can actually enhance their value, enhance their reach, there are client deliverables, there are other stuff that you can create using the thing. So I think that's most uh, fascinating in terms of what it can uh, do. But we're also using AI in creating um, content for a show where the uh, music is picked up based on the mood of the caller, right? If someone calls and says, I just had a heartbreak and I don't know what to do, AI will pick up a song from our selected list of playlists that can actually play that out. Two promotions, we've done AI bot uh, promotions where we did a retail campaign and the AI bot would drive listeners, I mean, drive consumers 
to their retail outlet. So it's actually come in almost every part of the business. Hoyang. I don't think it surprises us or excites us that much telling you that AI can do this and can do that because um, for the last six plus months, we've been bombarded with that information. Uh, for me, what's really exciting though is how average people in a very democratic way can get their hands on this technology and particularly Generative AI is useful for those who know nothing about one particular domain or field and to start from zero and get to, let's say, 80% good or maybe, let's say, 60% good at this particular field. Let's say I haven't picked up a painting brush since sixth grade, but with um, all these different types of image uh, text generate image uh, tools out there, then I can easily create graphics that look really good in the eyes of a layman. But for anybody who already is a painter and they already exist at 80% good, to go from 80% to 100% or let's say 200%, I think you still need humans. So, um, well, the other side of this thing is that, well, for those very skilled, then we might fear that is our extra effort and talent going to be recognized? And I hope I, we can be recognized that way. But the really exciting thing for me is that, well, for a whole bunch of average Joes out there like myself in these various aspects, then we can get a head start in that sense. So that's really exciting for me. And I think what you're describing there is what a lot of radio stations are doing, kind of in our world using AI for first drafts, for first iterations to kind of get the ball rolling and then they're adding human input to polish it and finesse it and to finish it. So two part question. First part, I'm going to ask all of you, you have a maximum of one minute to answer, then you get the part two. So, Hoyang, you first. What makes a great radio presenter? 60 seconds or less. Authenticity. Being who you are and absolutely owning it. I think that is something that AI can not replace, and that's what's really exciting, and that's what establishes human connection. So, I can answer your question in one second. Fantastic. Abe, what makes a great radio presenter? It's about relevance. And uh, with AI, this just makes it that much more intelligent and easier to do that. Okay. Aaron? Being real, being authentic, connecting with the audience, that's, that's what makes a good ra radio announcer or talent. Paul? Yeah. Um, I think it's being acutely aware of what makes you uniquely different. Because I think we can talk about authenticity, we can talk about relevance, that's kind of the barrier to entry. What really makes someone good on the radio is understanding what they are really good at, what their strengths are, and what makes them different from any, everyone else, then sharing that with the audience. And I think that then leads into authenticity and relevance. Yeah. So I think probably most people in the audience would agree with that. So let me ask you now with your financial control hat on, your limited available talent hat on, your stretch to the max issue, um, can AI be better than human? Hoi Yang. 
I'm thinking particularly about broadcast, maybe specifically around presenting radio shows. Let's talk about that first. All right. I don't think so. But obviously, I'm human, and I work in this <laughs> profession, so you know where I'm coming from. But I feel that you know, even when humans make mistakes, I think that's cool, and that's what makes us. Maybe that will. <laughs> this is a little self-contradictory. That's maybe what might help us beat AI, because when you're listen to the radio, and、uh, there are different type of shows, obviously. But maybe for some shows you're listening for accuracy, or I don't know. But for others, I think you're definitely looking for for connection. And I don't know how I would connect with the robot. Maybe it works. Have you watched that movie,、um, Her, from almost a decade ago? I suppose Scarlett Johansson. You know when、mm-hmm. she's the voice. But I'm cautious about that. So I would still like to connect with a human. That's just where my standing is. <laughs> Hey, what do you think? Can an AI presenter or can AI be better than human? Can an AI presenter or host be better than human? See, at best, it can be equal to a human, but the magic comes from the human.、Uh, you must remember that almost everyone has access to the same AI. So, if you want to stand out, if you want to be different, if you want to be real and relevant, then that human intervention makes the difference. So it's about how you use AI to enhance the value of the talent and、uh, connect, rather than just let the、uh, algorithm work on it.、Hmm. Aaron, what do you think? So AI as a software is only as good as the human behind it. So at Fly FM, we have a two-hour AI radio show Monday to Fridays, and whilst The AI is actually on the air, but make no mistake, there's actually someone behind it that's doing all the scripting, that's putting in all the nuances into the speech, making it sound real. So there is a talent behind it.、Um, it is not at the level right now where it can do things on its own. So, but I, I do believe the future may be entirely different because this thing is going to learn how we think. How we put stuff together, and it's going to be able to emulate. So, with Fly FM, with a AI host two hours a day, if it's not yet as good as human, or it's almost like a puppet where you've got the human behind the scenes controlling the action, what's that for? Is that kind of to get attention? To, to, is it a marketing device? Yes, it is. It is a marketing device. It is disruption, as in one of Nazri's presentations、um, yesterday. See, the, in the radio market, things can get same, same very quickly. Right. And you're always, you know, fighting for your share of voice.、Um, you're trying to get people to notice you. So AI being the biggest thing in the market today. As a radio brand, we're trying to fight for attention. So we've gone and created this character, put it on there, and it's got everyone in the country talking about it. So suddenly, our brand's on the map again. So that is the reason why we got into AI. Clients are also getting excited about this whole AI thing, and we've been able to monetize it. 
So for a radio station or a radio company like us, we exist only for two things, listenership and revenue. One cannot live without the other. It's got to go hand in hand. So, and, and that's the reason why we really got into AI. Uh, yes, it's only as good as the person behind it, but like I said, that's only today. Um, this thing is evolving at such a rapid rate, you know, things can, can change really quickly. Paul, can AI be better than human? Yeah, I think so. I think it already is in many cases. Uh, now, I say that as someone who wildly loves talent on the radio, uh, but there's a lot of lazy, bad radio out there. There's a lot of hosts that don't work hard enough to connect emotionally, and I take that challenge. I think I could put an AI as it is today up against some talent and do a better job, drive a better audience share, because we're not as good. I think part of our challenge in radio globally is we talk a lot about the importance of great talent, hosts, etc., but we're not that consistent with great hosts and great talent in every market. So I think the fact that we're even experimenting with AI as a solution tells me that we're not as good as we should be. So I, I think today I could be a liner jock, an average you know, midday host that's not trying hard enough. I definitely couldn't be AI. Um, I, I couldn't be uh, a real human who was connecting, who's got big personality. AI won't won't be that kind of entertainer. Um, but it might in the future, and I think we have to be really aware of the fact that if you can create movies with no actual uh, real footage being shot, no actors, no actresses, if we can already create two-hour daytime shows with AI, if we can run all kinds of experiments in this generative AI space, um, we're going to have to raise our game as talent because probably what we're doing today in many cases isn't going to be good enough. I interviewed Ben Cooper from Bauer here last year as the, um, in, in a session, and he said something that really stuck with me. He said, and I'll slightly paraphrase, that a radio station without a presenter is like a second-rate Spotify mm -hmm. or like a second-rate streaming service. And I listen to radio around the world, uh, and it used to be that most radio stations had hosts 24 hours a day. Then it was ho they had hosts maybe 18 hours a day. Now, for a lot of radio stations, they have maybe three shows, 12 hours a day, and for the rest of the time, they're running back-to-back -back music. Does AI have a place or a role to play there, Paul? Yeah, I mean, that's how I see AI right now. I think AI is making radio stations that are just playing music back-to-back -back better. Um, so I, I think... You know, I talked about this yesterday, that idea of taking AI and augmenting it around your real talent is a strategy that should be on the air in many more radio stations. Um, but I'm, I'm in agreement with Ben. I think if we're relying on music and imaging and uh, no companionship, whether that's real companionship or virtual, we're in huge trouble. Yang, I noticed you nodding when Paul was talking about lazy talent. <laughs> Oh, I, uh, you noticed that, huh? I noticed that, right? <laughs> I mean, do we all believe this? That, you know, if you've got connection with your audience, if you've got personality, if you're entertaining, that your future is secure. Would you say that is, is how you feel and perhaps some of your more, more talented colleagues? 
Um, I don't think the word secure exists in our world anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, it's just lifelong learning. This is regardless of what industry you work in, that's just what you have to deal with. And in our industry, we feel particularly at the cusp of some kind of mega change. Yeah, it's, um, I think AI comes in really handy in, let's say, organizing the music, lining the songs up, you don't necessarily need a person to do that, right? And uh, also, like in terms of speaking, you guys have a lot of exciting examples that you've shared. At the moment, I feel if you're true talent, so you know the above 80% well done kind of person, then maybe you're all right. But I also worry about the future. That is, let's say you don't give your, I wouldn't say lazy talent, but upcoming talent, there are both. <laughs> <laughs> Upcoming talent. You know, we all grow from somewhere. We all grow from rookies. And we make mistakes, we stumble, we try to figure out our way. But now with AI, the average show can get to 60% or 80%. Then does that mean we're killing the chance for upcoming talent in that particular industry? Even to have the breathing room to become let's say, the world-renowned top beloved host in the future. Because you need like new talent to have the breathing room, the room for growth. And this is not just in our industry. I think about all the kids who are using AI to quote-unquote write their essays and learn new things. But now with AI, like they already have a leg up. Will they ever be able to learn how to calculate, how to write an essay properly, how to, you know, learn the basic ropes? And without that, maybe we'll just live with all these intelligent tools and already be a leg up and compete after that. I mean, this is just some thoughts. Yeah, the world is an exciting and kind of scary place to be at right now. I mean, I think these are really big questions, right? If we accept that part of what makes radio special is personality, is the relationship with the audience, it what makes us different from streaming services, then if AI replaces people in all those day parts where we used to learn, where we used to grow, where we used to make mistakes and were sometimes encouraged to experiment, where does the next generation of talent come from? Abe, in your business, kind of, how do you see um, talent development in a world where AI can provide a, a cheap and better than average solution? Uh, yeah, just to kind of go back on what you said earlier, I 100% believe that uh, what the digital technology companies are good at is different from what radio companies are good at, right? We create memorable radio experiences, which technology is trying to clone, right? Already the quality or the type of talent that's really working on radio has uh, seen a transformation. All my radio talent are now influencers. They have their clear community of consumers who are following them. So the focus has shifted from uh, creating great content to actually being influencers and being able to influence thoughts and actions of the consumers. So that's where this is going anyway. And I think both are equally important. The technology of distributing and creating content, which is what the tech companies do, and the technique of making great radio-like experiences, is what, which is what we do. 
and there is both are equally important and both these factors need to get factored in whether you're uh, creating radio content or whether you're creating digital content. So I think this is a really interesting, not quite dilemma, but radio is under increasing pressure for revenues, increasing pressure to reduce costs. One of the way of reducing costs is to lean more on AI. The more we lean on AI, the less distinctive our industry becomes, the less the personality is apparent. So Aaron, um, if I ask you to crystal ball gaze and ask you to forward, fast forward five years, maybe we're going to see a reverse in revenue fortunes. I suspect for a lot of radio industry, we're going to have less revenue in five years than we do now. If I ask you to kind of just gaze into the future, how's radio going to look in five years, thinking particularly about AI and how it may be able to contribute? I think in Asia, or at least in Malaysia's case, it'll be less than five years. Um, the social media penetration, I was talking to one of our digital heads today, it's 80 over percent. And, and honestly, we, in the next three, four years, revenues are coming under pressure, cost is going up, and we need to find creative solutions to um, sort of be profitable or even to some, in some cases, some players to keep the business afloat. Uh, critical for, for our radio companies in Malaysia, at least I speak for, is to understand that peak audiences, breakfast and drive, would probably have real talents. Outside of those hours, you are looking at possibly a combination of talent versus AI. Um, and as the AI technology improves, then possibly the AI takes the front now. And that's how we kind of manage costs um, in, 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 the industry, in our company. So final question, final minute to Huiyang. Just thinking about um, your role as a podcaster, as a broadcaster, you, know, you, you host this enormously popular show. If you fast forward five years, how do you see the, the, the radio or podcast industry looking from, from a, a journalist point of view? That's a tough one. Well, I hope that things go rosy, because I think these days, at least in China, there's a general sense of buoyancy when it comes to technology, and people are quick to adopt technology in our country. So I think we already right now, uh, with how we use generative AI at CGT and radio, it boosts productivity. It means you don't need to hire an extra art editor, for example. We have two in-house ones, and they are doing a fabulous job, regardless with the AI or not, but with the tool, they can churn out three more things than one a day. Yeah, so I think um, you just gotta work with it, and hopefully things can go well, but I was really struck by an earlier speech given by Kenny Ong yesterday mm -hmm. and I'm feeling that chill but also I'm quite hopeful in that sense that we're already seeing we use the tool and it can be used as a crutch instead of being our competitor in that sense. I'm sorry we've run out of time. Would you mind saying thank you to our fabulous panel? Thank you. Thank you.
That's me, He Young, on a panel with Abe Thomas of Big FM, Aaron Pinto of Media Premier Audio, Malaysia, and Paul Kay of Rogers Media and Sport, moderated by Francis Curry. And that brings us to the end of today's roundtable. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can find us on Apple Podcast at Roundtable China. I'm He Young. We'll see you next time.